Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Friday, February 4th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into not just this weekend's slate of games, because as we know, there is no Super Bowl this weekend, but next weekend. I know we're jumping the gun, but that's why we're here. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated daily fantasy app. Anita Marks, Mike Clay with you. We've been 60% on the season, Mike, throughout uh, the year in regard to all the prop bets we like to post up and talk about every every Friday. So we've done really well. Time to end the season strong. And that's the Super Bowl. Uh, a week, a little over a week from now, you're going on vacation. And also, that's why we're doing this uh, this podcast a little bit early. But also, you know, Mike, it's important. Like, you like a line, jump on it now, the majority of them, because chances are in the next week, those lines are going to creep up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, uh, you know, betting, especially with props is, well, it really apply, it applies to everything is um, predicting where the line's going to go, right? I mean, if you think it's a bad line right away, you got to jump on it. If you think you, maybe it'll get some movement, and you can get a better line, maybe you hold off. So no doubt about it. There's sometimes I wait it out a little bit and there's a, usually, honestly, usually I see a line I love and I jump on it right away because I assume other people, other savvy people will see it uh, the same way and move the line. And then you're not, you're not getting as good a, a vid or line or whatever it may be. So no doubt about it. Okay. So again, one game remaining. I have a visualization in regard to how I see this game playing out. Um, burn me once. Shame on you. Burn me twice. Shame on me. Burn me three times. Really shame on me. I'm tired of doubting the Bengals. So I'm just prefacing game script, right? Like I'm on the Bengals and Mm. I've put my prop bets together in regard to overs and over and unders in regard to how I believe this game is going to play out. So I just want to preface that folks listening to this podcast, you might, you know, if you disagree with me, I'm sure there's a few prop bets that I'm going to share with you in this podcast that you're not going to agree with. But even if you do disagree with me in regards to the outcome of the game, there might be some prop bets that you do agree with me on. So I just want to, I just want to preface that, but Mike, I'm going to give you the stage here. I'm going to let you go first. Um, Once you break it down for us, give us, give us the list of prop bets you've already put money down that you like. Yeah, sure. And um, first of all, I, I do somewhat agree. I mean, I have, I have the Rams favored. In fact, my projected score, which uh, will be, you know, all the details of that will be out next week um, on Tuesday before the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I, it's pretty close to the line, you know, so I'm not too far off uh, what the market expects. And I do I do have the I think the Rams are the better team. They're in their home stadium. I think they have a, a slight edge in this one. But the key really is that we expect it to be a close game. Right. So in terms of game script, no major, major adjustments in terms of projections, other than maybe a pinch more passing for the, the Bengals, maybe a little bit less passing for uh, the Rams. And again, my playbook piece will be out next week, and I go into significant detail on you know what to expect when each team has the football, 
Um, but you know, in terms of props, yeah, I have a bunch here, you know, um, uh, I have three on Joe Burrow. I'm going over on his passing yard prop. You're going to find that to be right around 273, 275. Um, I like under rushing yards. I think there's been an overreaction there to what we saw last week. He had the 25 rushing yards, um, but it's 11 and a half is the line. One of the, I think that actually is as high for the season. So I'm going to go under that. And I have him yes to throw an interception, which he has done in 11 of his 19 games this season. Um, so, you know, uh, and by the way, I, I, over on the yards, because the Rams allow a lot of yards, they don't allow many touchdowns. They do allow a lot of yards. And if you want to bet, this is, this is a close call that I haven't bet yet. I'm keeping an eye on the juice, but um, Burrow under one and a half passing touchdowns. If you can get that up to say 140 plus 140 in that range, I'm thinking about that. You know, he usually gets there, but the Rams have allowed a 19 passing touchdowns in 20 games. So they are really, really good in that department. Um, some other ones I like, T. Higgins over 69 and a half receiving yards. It's a line now. I've seen it down as low as around 67 and a half. Uh, Higgins is really good against zone, okay? Check this out. His catch rate, if you compare his man one stats against his, uh, against his zone stats, 53% catch rate against man, 72% against covers two, three, and four. 7.9 yards per target against man one, 10.8 against cover two, three, and four, right? That's where he has dominated this season. He hits 70 yards quite often, uh, eight of his last 12. So uh, I think he can get to this number for sure. I usually like unders on receiving yards, but I like the over here for Higgins. Um, under rushing yards for Joe Mixon, it, you know, big game last week, but before that rarely got to 65 yards and uh, the Rams don't allow much 3.7 yards per carry to running backs and yes to scoring a touchdown for Mixon. Uh, you know, if you look at any time touchdown scores, his, uh, his juice kind of stands out plus plus one fifteen. I, I was surprised we could get plus money considering all of the touchdowns he has scored this season. Right. Uh, I mean, he has 16 touchdowns this year and the Rams uh, have allowed at least one running back touchdown 70% of their game. So I like that those for the Bengals, um, I'm talking a lot, so I'll let you kind of take the stage. I'm going to talk some Bengals. I have a couple on the Rams, but I'm definitely leaning towards the Bengals so far. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and we're, we're lock and step, Mike, uh, for sure. And, and again, um, you know, this is, a, this, is, this is more of a prop bet podcast. But again, I, I'm on the Bengals. I like the four and a half. I, I think they're in a good spot to tease them up to, you know, plus ten and a half to get that 10 and the hook, I, I think is huge. Um, so, so, again... Uh, but I, I'm with you with Joe Burrow over passing yards. I also like over passing attempts at 36 and a half over receptions at 24 and a half. Why? Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are passing a lot more, especially on first down their last four games. They're passing on early down 60% of the time. And against the Rams defense, you have to because they're so good against the rush. Um, also, uh, you know, after that nine sack game that they gave up against Tennessee, Cincinnati now is, is utilizing more pass protection. It's not just Joe Burrow at back in that backfield solo with everybody out there running routes. So, uh, you know, I, I do believe that he's going to have a little bit more time than he normally does to get those, those passes off. And um, I, I, I really, I believe that, you know, the Rams, uh, here's another one for you. The Rams, they have the fifth highest blitz rate and Joe Burrow averages 10 yards per passing attempt against the blitz. So again, I'm with you over passing yards, over receptions, over, over uh, passing attempts. I'm with you with the under rushing yards as well. Uh, also 
under longest rushing rushing attempt at eight and a half. Um, Burrow, he has 49 rushing attempts on the season, and only four of those have come against the Blitz. And I just shared with you how often the Rams like to Blitz. And out of those four, only three of them has he rushed for over eight yards. So under eight and a half is his longest rush as well. Uh, Mixon, I'm with you as well. Under 64 and a half rushing yards. I'm go. I'm also going under 26 and a half receiving, under three and a half receiving, under 95 and a half receiving and rushing uh, for, you know, again, Rams good against the rush. Also, Pirine has been coming in on third downs. He went 12 of 14 snaps on third down against the Kansas City Chiefs. He ran 16 routes and had four targets. He had more targets than Joe Mixon last mm-hmm. game. So, um, and P. Ryan, by the way, over 20 and a half receiving yards, and you could get that at plus 110. So I think, I think, I think fading Mixon in the passing game and playing P. Ryan in the passing game, I think can be a sneaky good play. I'm lock and step with you in regards to T Higgins over 69 and a half receiving over five and a half receiving. Um, I think Jalen Ramsey is going to spend the majority of his time on Jamar chase and rightfully so he's such a threat. And the last few games Higgins has a 26% target share and the Rams DBs their secondary fourth in receiving yards allowed to opposing wide receivers. And with Uzoma question marks in regard to their tight end, that can be an uptick in targets for Higgins as well. And last but not least, you know, you got me, you got me on the, the kicker props, Mike McPherson, dude, over seven and a half points over one and a half field goals. I like that. He's that, that the Bengals are going to kick and make the first field goal. I should say, make the most first field goal of the game. You can get that at minus 110. As we know, he's just a beast. And how about this? The game's longest field goal over under 47 and a half. I'm going over. The dude's been money 50 yards and more. So the game's longest field goal, that includes Gay, over 47 and a half yards. So, uh, so again, you know, you, you know, we're, we're lock and step in regard to yeah. a number of prop bets for, for Cincinnati. What do you have for the Rams? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, I just want to comment on two things there. First of all, I like the direction you went with the kickers, and I'll tell you why. I've been on McPherson and Gay all season. You know, we've talked about it on the show, in my column, um, but usually you can get like over one and a half made field goals or the points props around even money or even plus money. And, I, you know, we took advantage of that all year. The books have caught on this week. You know, it took till this week. So, you know, over on the made field goals is like minus 150, minus 185. I mean, it's gross right now. So I'm actually not on the kickers for once, but you went another direction, obviously, with longest kick and, you know, first field goal. So I love that. I love that adjustment. Um, And as for Jalen Ramsey, I'll tell you what, I don't, I I will say this. Is it possible they go in and say, look, we're going to put you one-on-one on chase a majority of the snaps, you know, 80, 90% of the time? I guess so. It's a Super Bowl. Um, but that's not really how he's been used this season. I, he will be on the outside, but um, I think they'll be a little bit more creative than that. And uh, he'll he'll see some T. Higgins, maybe be inside a little bit. He'll he'll mostly be on the perimeter, though. They're using David Long as the uh, as the slot as of late. So I think he'll be outside, but I don't think it's anything to be too worried about with Jamar Chase. Just my two cents, you know, based on on watching how they've deployed him the past couple of months. But um, nonetheless, I'm with you. Uh, overs on Chase or overs on Higgins. And if I had to pick a lean on Chase, um, I think I would lean toward the under there. So 
Uh, good stuff. Love that. Um, a couple of Rams props for now. And by the way, I should, I should mention, I'm still keeping an eye out for more tackles props, right? There's not many out right now as to the time of recording this. So, um, you know, we'll, well, I'll try to get them out there at some point before the Super Bowl, And I'm keeping an eye on, on the lines for now. There's only a few out and the lines aren't so good, but um, I do have one uh, defensive prop for now on the Ram side. And honestly, this is one of the best. It, it, it's one of the most random bets, but it's, uh, it should be close to a lock, honestly. Um, Traven Howard under a sack, under a half a sack, right? It's minus 400 right now out there. Um, if you can find it, it should probably be Anita minus 1500, minus 2000. This guy has zero career sacks, zero. He is a backup off ball linebacker. Um, he may play upward of 40 to 50% of the snaps, but he has 11 even pass rush attempts this season. The guy doesn't even try to get sacks. He's in coverage or run defense. I mean, yes, there's always the chance of some random play where they blitz him and he's untouched and he gets there, but it's never happened in his career. Um, and the only reason his playing tough, uh, time is up as of late is because their rookie linebacker, Ernest Jones, has been injured. He's back now, uh, played a little bit last week, and you would expect his workload to increase. So I love that one. Yeah, I get it. It's it's more random than kicker props, Anita, but um, – I would be on that one for sure. I've already bet it uh, at a sizable amount. So I, I recommend checking that out. Um, and what, I'll give you one more in the Rams here. Uh, OBJ, I'm going under five and a half catches. Uh, you're not getting great uh, juice on this one. It's minus 150. But he's only gotten to six catches three times this season. It is a high number. It is his highest prop line in this category of the season. And I know he's been red hot in the playoffs, but if you bet on the over here, you're betting on him essentially playing at a ceiling from the past few seasons. Check this out. 11 targets last week. That's his most since week 15 of 2019. He had nine catches. That's his most since week three of 2018. He had 113 yards. His most since week two of 2019, right? It's just everything's inflated. He's basically at a ceiling. Maybe it continues. Maybe he peaks during the playoffs and has a huge Super Bowl, but I'm going to go against that. I'm going to play the odds here and say under six catches. Okay. And any, any other, any other props for the Rams? That's all I have for the Rams. I'm heavy on Bengals oh. right now. Um, but again, I don't have any tackle props available yet uh, for the Rams. So I'm going to keep an eye on that and, and hopefully we could get a few into my column which, which will be out before the Super Bowl or on Daily Wager on the day of the Super Bowl, we can we can drop them. So um, that's where I am for now, though, with the Rams. Okay, so buckle up. So this is what I have for the Rams. Oh, boy, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Stafford, uh, yes to an interception. He has 18 interceptions this season in 20, in, in 20 games. Cincinnati, their defense, they play a zone no-blitz defense 60% of the time. In 14 of his interceptions come in that defense. So I've got Matthew Stafford anytime interception at minus 140. Also, I'm going over five and a half rushing yards for him. Uh, he has had six rushing yards his last three games, and quarterbacks are averaging about 10 yards, rushing yards per game against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. Cam Akers, I'm going unders here, under 62 and a half rushing, under 14 and a half receiving, under 81 and a half rushing and receiving. Uh, you know, that Achilles granted, listen, kudos to him for coming back so fast, but I'm sure that Achilles is is hampering him. He's only averaging 2.8 yards per carry since he's come back. Also, he had those two fumbles against the Bucks. We saw uh, Sony Michelle, 57% of the snaps Sony Michelle played last week. And the Bengals, sneaky good 
against the run at times, and especially in their last six games. So I'm going under on everything. Cam Akers, Cooper Cup, you can't stop the dude. You just can't. So I'm going over there. I know the numbers are 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 tough. Always we always talk about it, Mike. I feel like we've talked about Cooper Cup all season long, but like the dude crushes it each and every week. Over eight and a half receptions at plus 105, over 102 and a half receiving yards at minus 140. And also you can bet that he's going to have the most receiving yards of any wide receiver in the Super Bowl at plus 120. I really like that. That might be my favorite bet. We know Cincinnati, they can't stop slot wide receivers. They've allowed the most receiving yards to slot receivers than any defense uh, this season. I'm with you with the under in receptions for Odell Beckham Jr., but I kind of like the over in receiving yards, Mike, at 64 and a half. He got 20. He's got he's received 20 percent of the target share the last four games. And with Higby possibly out or not 100 percent, I don't know. I, I, I think his opportunities increase there as well. So those are uh, those are those are the prop bets that I have in regard to uh, to the Rams. Also, there, here's some specials for you that you can find some special prop bets. How about this? All four wide receivers, right? Cup, Odell, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, over 49 and a half receiving yards, all mm. four of them. And you could get that at plus 160. Why the heck okay, not? Wow. Yeah. Right? I mean, obviously the odds are good that one guy, uh, you know, has a rare dud, but I have them all projected above that line. So, and pretty much well above that line. I like that. I like that. Also, the first offensive play in the game, a pass. And you could get that at plus 115. Both these offenses are pass happy, man. Yeah, yeah, especially the Bengals. 60% they are passing the ball 60% of the time on early downs now. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's changed in the last six weeks. And last but not uh-huh. least, I'm this is contrarian here. Are you ready? Brace yourself. Okay. The Bengals, the Bengals have more sacks than the Rams. Wow. At plus at plus 310 and the total game sack under at five and a half and you could get that at minus 135 follow me here again the Bengals nine sacks against Tennessee they came out and offensively offensive line they just they're they're using more pass protection and I'm really what what I'm doing here Mike is this is an investment to me on Joe Burrow and how good he is against the blitz right finding the open receivers getting rid of the ball quickly and also having having the athleticism to scramble and get away from the blitz. So again, I know I'm zigging when people are zagging, but I just think at plus 310, you've got Trey Hind- uh, Hendrickson on on the opposite side. Dude has uh two and a half sacks in the postseason, 14 on the total season. Stafford has been sacked five times in the postseason. The, the Rams gave up five sacks against the 49ers in week 18. They gave up five sacks against Tennessee as well. He's been sacked 35 times this season. Mm-hmm. So again, I know this isn't, this isn't the way that most people are, you know, a lot of, you know, obviously, you know, everybody's talking about how horrible the Cincinnati offensive line is and how great Aaron Donald and that front seven are. That's why you're getting these odds at plus 310. Again, I'm going to throw a little coin on it. I think I think I think it's it's some really great odds for a possibility here. Yeah, um, and you're right. I mean, think about this. The Ram and this is kind of just following up what you said. But the Rams were third in the regular season with 50 sacks, right? Well, the Bengals had 42, right? They weren't that far behind. So I, I'm intrigued by that at that at that juice as well. So I'm with you. 
So in, any, any other thoughts in regards to the Stafford, the Cam, Akers, uh, the Cooper Cup that I shared earlier? No, I think they're all good. I mean, um, I was, you know, I would have loved to do a Cooper Cup uh, anytime touchdown, but the juice isn't too good there. So I, I wasn't in love with that. Um, you know, one I'm keeping an eye on, you know, I, again, we're kind of on the same page there. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one I'm keeping an eye on, though, is Jamar Chase's reception prop. You know, I've seen in most places at five and a half. If it jumps to six and a half, I'm on the under there. So that's that's just something I'm keeping an eye on uh, at this point for sure. So, um, but otherwise, again, yeah, I think we're, we're aligned pretty well. Um, we expect it to be a close game. You're leaning towards the Bengals. I'm leaning towards the Rams, which shifts, which, which uh, shifts things a little bit, but sounds like we're on the, sim- the uh, same players. Quick note here, since you like the Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup first touchdown of the game, plus 450. How about this? Cooper Cup four, first touchdown for the Rams at plus 230. Mm-hmm. So, That's not bad. So just, That's not bad. So, so just FYI, those are out there as well with some better odds. All right, uh, that about sums it up. Mike Clay's going on vacation. He's going to get his swerve on at Disney with his two <laughs> beautiful girls and his beautiful wife. Uh, so a lot of time here to get on a lot of these prop bets. And uh, and then, j- again, just a reminder, we, we have, we're off for Daily Wager this Sunday, but we'll be back Super Bowl Sunday at 11 a.m., on daily wager. Mike will be back. I'll be on as well with all our Super Bowl picks and and everything. So uh, again, that's it for today. Uh, Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. And, uh, and, And again, we'll see you next Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday on Daily Wager. 